Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver. Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solve. Before I forget, I would absolutely love it if you haven't already, would you subscribe, like, and then share this podcast with somebody that you think may benefit from it. I guess I've got an apology to make. Um, when I set about this journey, um, probably about six, seven months ago, I recorded an episode called Inspiration, my second episode. It was about my best friend, uh, about about Chris. Uh, apologies if you if you have listened to it, and I'm not going to go into all of the detail that I go into on, on that podcast. But Chris, my best friend, who I, I lost uh, coming up to a year now, on the 5th of July 2018, sadly took his last breath in front of me after his third bout of cancer. Uh, he was the most selfless individual I know, and the reason why I've got an apology to make is during that podcast, I shared with you the three lessons that, that Chris taught me. So before he died, he offered me some money to set myself up in my own business. He um, asked me what I would like. Um, I helped him with a, with, a, with a few things at that point in time, but I didn't want any of that from him. When he was given a time limit, when, when a consultant said to him, Right, Chris. There's nothing we can we can do for you. There's no more treatment we can offer you, so you have X number of months to go. His perspective on life changed. He viewed things differently. What he saw as important was truly important, and the smaller things no longer no longer bothered him. So what when I when I recognised this in Chris, um, I asked him for three lessons through his eyes at that point in time. Three lessons from when he's reflecting back to his life that, that he deems as the most important life lessons. So those are what I shared with you um, in episode number two. I said the first lesson was always be yourself. And, and Chris went into details about why that one was important, about he'd, uh, times during his life he'd tried to be somebody else um, to make other people happy and, and it didn't and it made him unhappy. So always be yourself. The second one was make good friends and uh, he was he said he was blessed with the friends that he had at the time because if he had chosen a different path, he would have had different friends and they may not have supported him uh, like his friends did at, at that point in time. And then the third one was uh, time is limited because there was things that he did at the end like visiting uh, Liverpool Football Club with myself, my son, uh, his sons and and himself that and he was wheeled around in a wheelchair and on the way home from there he said he, he so wished he'd have done that sooner so uh, time is limited and, and you should act now and the reason why I want to apologize for that is because for the last six months well not for the last six months for the last 12 months as we're coming up to his anniversary I've reflected on those three lessons and I believe I think there's a deeper meaning to the importance of them and just last week I was, I was driving home. I have a four and a half hour drive from, from the client that I'm working with at the minute. 
and I was reflecting back and the 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 revelation that I had was that those three lessons are so much deeper and and I've um, inadvertently spoken about them on this podcast over the last uh, six months without realizing how important they are so if we just look at those three lessons and and if I just ask you to just just reflect about yourself and and have a think about about how these relate to you. So the first one was and is always be yourself. We spoke a number of times about that voice in your head. We spoke about self-talk. And if you're approaching a situation, what does the voice in your head say to you and how does it talk you out of, of what you're going to do? I've coached a number of people recently and one of the biggest challenges that people have is, the, uh, is, is learning how to public speak. And there was one particular situation where the, the chap that I, w- I was coaching said he, he couldn't public speak. And it's the voice in his head was telling him that he's, he was inferior. He wasn't as, as clever as, as the people who he was asked to speak in, in front of. He could feel himself getting embarrassed. He knew he was going to go red. So it's no wonder that that feedback loop, that cycle that he was going in from his voice saying these things was then represented in the physical world by him going red, by him having sweaty palms, by him uh, blushing, by him then stuttering and not being able to give the messages that he wanted to do. We spoke also just last week about responding after recognising. So recognising and responding as opposed to reacting and being present. And we spoke about if you're driving down a motorway and a car cuts you up, how quickly... Do you just react to that situation rather than just it's, it's out of your control and realising and recognising that it's out of your control and then responding to it? Because you don't want to be, or you may not want to be that person that would then wind the window down, give the fingers and, and, and whatever else you would do, drive up behind them really angrily. Because you're not being yourself at that point in time. You are being that that emotional individual that's reacting to that situation. So we started off as well, introducing my five Ds. And, and we said about people, if you, if you want something or you need something, you actually need an emotional attachment to something. And that's why the first D is desire. It's about you having an emotional attachment to something and a goal for you to achieve and to strive for. So for me, always being yourself is, is much more than... What people say to you is now, when you say always being yourself, authentic, they use the word authentic quite a bit. So when you're, when you're posting on, on social media, just be yourself, be authentic. But for me, it's, it's much deeper than that. It's the voice in your head, always being present, being conscious of what you're saying to yourself um, as you're approaching uh, something, as you're about to, when you, when you leave the house to go to work, are you thinking, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to succeed today. I'm going to have an amazing day. Or you think, so, oh, no, here we go again. So for always being yourself is being conscious, being aware and being present of, of what the voice in your head is saying to you and, and having an emotional attachment on where you want to get to. So that's why I think it's much more than what I said in the, in the sec- episode two podcast. So again, that's why I wanted to apologise because I think there's more um, learning and, and, and I could have got across better interpretation of of Chris's life lessons now I've gone on this learning myself over the last 12 months um, since his passing on the 5th of July 2018 and his uh, his anniversary is is this coming week the second one make good friends when when I talk about 
making good friends and uh, or making a good team or making good customers, having good clients, having good customers, having a good team, having good friends. Then well, there's a, a podcast all about trust and creating an environment of, of, of high trust is, is what you want to do. You want, you want to create that environment so people feel confident, people feel confident to be open and honest and have honest conversations with you. It's, it's important to make good friends. And, and when, I, when I gave the podcast, um, episode two, I just spoke about uh, making good friends, customers, and, and, and being selective and choosy. But for me, it's more than that. It's, it's about the environment you are creating for individuals to trust you and for you to trust them. So it's about creating that environment of high trust so people have confidence to speak out, so people have confidence to be honest and open so you can progress together um, and I think that's that's the real meaning of making good friends. It's about communicating effectively. And we, so we spoke about communication and uh, and making sure that you're getting the messages across. And we spoke about engagement as well and the key to engagement and engaging people. So making good friends, making good teams, having good customers, having good clients is much more than, um, than what I've articulated in the past. There was a podcast a few weeks ago where we spoke about how you can set yourself up for success and have an effective team. These are all things that are, are key. And then the third one is time is limited. When, when I introduced time, time being limited, when Chris said as we were driving back from Liverpool Football Club after, after taking our, our boys, boys to it, he, he, um, he said he wished he'd have done it a lot sooner because rather than be wheeled around in a wheelchair, he wanted to experience it more and, and he, he had the opportunity to. He was 39 when he, when he sadly died. So that was a number of years where we had that opportunity, but, but we'd put it off for, for various reasons. Life gets in the way. And that was the point I was trying to make on the podcast. But then we spoke about creating habits, influencing behaviours and creating habits and, and how you go about creating a habit and then stacking habits on top of that habit. So... Time being limited is it's it's all well and good to say oh yeah I'm I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna lose weight or I'm uh, I'm gonna learn a new skill or I'm gonna stop smoking, but it's to really recognise and act now. You need to to develop those new habits. So we spoke about creating habits. We spoke about neuroplasticity and the 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 pathways in in your brain and requiring. Um, frequency and intensity so you need to have a really good reason to do it which comes back to you being yourself and having a, a really strong emotional attachment to where you want to get to that for me is the reason is is how much do you want this new thing how much do you want to learn that new skill and then the intensity about you getting up every single day and and going and making steps towards doing what you need to do which again, listening to that voice in your head, if it is raining outside and you want to become a better runner, because it's raining outside, do you take that fact and then not do it? Or do you put your running shoes on and still go? So that's why the self-talk, the voice in your head is so important and, uh, and why time is limited, people don't really appreciate. But, but the, the, I guess the, the lesson from Chris at 39 when he um, died of his third bite of... Uh, of of, of cancer, kind of, of cancer, and and we're coming up to his uh, his anniversary. 
this coming Friday, um, you don't know when anything will happen. So the sooner you create those habits, the sooner you talk to yourself in a positive way. There was a quote that I, uh, I heard uh, a couple of weeks ago that said, positive thinking cannot help you do everything, but it can help you do anything better than negative thinking. Talking to yourself in a positive way to create the habits that you require and also encouraging and building that environment where people have confidence and you can build trust with others. So thinking back to those three lessons, three lessons from Chris about always being yourself, making good friends and time is limited. If you've not done what you've needed to do yet, I encourage you to take that first step. Listen to the podcast on self-talk. Listen to the podcast on um, recognising and responding. Listen to the podcast on trust and leadership and communication and engagement. And listen to the trust on influencing behaviours and creating habits. These are things that, that will help you take that step, no matter what challenge you face. Every change, it starts with you first as an individual. As always, if you want to get in contact, please do lee at leehorton.com or via LinkedIn. Have yourselves an amazing week and we'll chat again soon. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.